Welcome to just another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my co-host, Matt Ward. We give our views and opinions on Liverpool's recent results in the Premier League, also summarising the rest of the game week results, touching on Liverpool's upcoming fixture and finishing on our fantasy football teams. Now, last week's show was on the Chelsea results when we when we actually did finish the podcast and uh, Matty switched it off. Um, he um, believed we were quite critical on Liverpool's performance despite the win. Now, I think maybe, we can both yeah, agree this week critical. we can be a bit more critical. Don't know, can we? Sheff- you want us Sheffield to be critical this week? Well, like going into the game... It's hard, isn't it, when you win every single game you like? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we were saying, it's it's difficult because you, you don't want to just come like and record this and be like, aren't we brilliant every single yeah. time? Yeah. Which, like, it's always degree, easier to criticise as well than give positives. Like, everyone's always quick to criticise. Yeah. But, yeah, like going into that Chef, Sheffield United game, you know, you were thinking, you know, we, we're going to batter these. Yeah, I mean their 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 manager made a lot of noises before the game that they were gonna make it difficult for us. He was talking about the fact that they didn't he didn't want them to go into it looking to swap shirts and all that type of thing. So he was making the noises beforehand that they were gonna make it really like difficult for us, and it kind of panned out that way, didn't it? With the way they they set up. Yeah, well, yeah, they were just really organised, weren't they? Um, defended really well, but. They actually offered something as well going forward on like the counter and stuff. They did, yeah. I think I actually think that um, perhaps not um, looking at the uh, the critical side of it too much. To begin with, I actually think what we did do well in the game was I thought we defended really well. Um, there was a lot of good. Um, if you look at say Matic, Van Dijk, and and you know Robertson, some of the, some of the blocks um, and challenges he was able to make. I think we did. Um, we did actually defend uh, really well. And we 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 had to be kind of alert at times. I think they, I think they did cause a little bit of a problem at times. Just when um, when our attacks broke down and they were able to just like uh, play like a long longer ball over the top. And and again, we we spoken previously about our higher line and how that's perhaps one area that teams have looked to yeah. um exploit against us. I think they were trying to do that to an extent, but I still think they were they were quite limited in the way that they set up. But it was very much like it was a complete back five, wasn't it? It wasn't a wing back system. It was a, a real solid kind of five that weren't gonna move. Um and then like the the three in front and then like the, they did have the two strikers but they didn't really I didn't think they really like went to press us at any stage it was very much like we're gonna sit here and like block the spaces between the lines like I think they did well they did that that quite well in the game they didn't allow you know someone like Firmino to to get into those holes and mm. definitely in the first half especially we had a lot of ball between Matip and Van Dijk, Matip, Van Dijk, it was very side to side at the back and we were trying to find those little intricate, or I think we were looking for those little intricate balls but the yeah. space just wasn't there, like you, you, you're looking for a Wijnaldum or a Firmino to get into the space yeah. but it was actually on match of the day, uh, I actually did watch the game and then match of the day highlights and they picked up on it, um, like they were actually singing Matip's 
Grazers, like mm. really like um, bigging them up, and they were, they were showing clips where Matty was actually trying to play yeah. that through ball. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it was um, coming off a yeah. lot, but um, yeah, like you say, all of a sudden the space just got closed yeah. closed down on the players. I'm gonna have to praise Matty for the second week running here, Stu. I know that's I know. unheard of. Um, he well, might yeah, be your player he, of the season. Player of the season at this rate. Not sure about that, but <laughs> he he is coming on. Um, and like I said on the, that first pilot we did, I do think he's he's improved massively. Being alongside Van Dyke helps, gives him that bit more assurance. I think. Um, but he was probably the one player. It was weird because he was the one player who was actually looking to thread that little pass. And when he did come out of defence, it opened up the space a little. You know when he has his little wander out yeah, yeah. with the ball? Um, That's why I like it, because, you know, that, it obviously showed where Sheffield United, like, they must have been training all week, basically, right? This is how we're going to shut down space. You know, he's going to be your man. He's going to be your man. But then when a defender does that, starts bringing the ball out, it's a bit like... Who goes for him? Because I'm picking up this guy here. Yeah. So it, it just, does. It kind of like it does cause him. it just causes him a bit of a problem. I think a, apart from that, it was a little bit too predictable from us. But again, you always in saying that we did still have some really glaring opportunities as well. I yeah. think that's probably important to well, remember. We um, had like the first half. I thought was pretty dreadful, and then at the end of it, the last ten minutes, like Manny having them two clear-cut chances you know you're, you're really expecting him the way he's been this season you're expecting yeah. him to at least put one of them away that's like a bit of the old money you know mm. like when he first comes to the club and I he'd th- have to have about yeah. four or five chances to score one it just yeah. wasn't his day really I think that's since I called him the best finisher we've got he's not been able to uh, hit a barn door with a banjo yeah sods lord eh? <laughs> yeah Um. Like, yeah, well, that was like probably like first game in a long time where like most games now I'm like pretty confident you know nil nil you know this is alright this is going well that was like the first game but in quite a while in. where I was starting to like get a bit hunched and a bit like getting engrossed even more going you know I'm starting oh, to get stressed yeah, yeah. this isn't going to be our day but I think you know you can be over analytical and you know it's just this is like th- these games are going to happen aren't they banana skin kind of game you know you look at Man City with Norwich it just these games do come up once in a while and you know the machine goes on yeah we've got another three it points it does and, and we've mentioned about not playing well and and being able to, to find a way you know I think a lot has been mentioned about there was a look um, there was a big slice of luck um, for the goal but that doesn't take into account, you know, those last ditch blocks and and things like that that go into it as well. You can see the the desire is there for us to continue to um, go along with this this winning streak that we're on and and continue to um, extend the lead that we have at the top. There's a there's you can see that that um, there is huge kind of um, commitment there from the team to to keep this winning run going as long as possible. Um, so it isn't just about about the looks and yes there was a huge um uh you know it was a huge kind of element uh, that went into that with the goal but then the flip side of it is you know the 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 mentality of the players to keep on going to keep on trying things you know 
Salah, like he was just, <laughs> the amount of things that he was trying and they weren't coming off. But it is, you know, it, it was just that kind of like relentless, like we're going we're, we're gonna to keep going. And then once we've got the lead, it's like, we're not, there's no chance they're coming back into yeah. this game now. Like we're gonna hold on to this. Yeah, it was, um, bit, it was quite a bit of sweet as well that the keepers like on loan from United as well. Yeah, that was a nice little um, subplot to the story, yeah. wasn't it? Um, I think he'd been bigging himself up as well, saying that he's um, he's got to be England number one and United number one. So, well, I think Wild was, was it Wilder, the manager? Yeah, yeah he he proper like slapped slapped him down, didn't he? Basically, in the um, post match. Not literally, I hope. No, I don't know. Do you want to go through your player ratings? How each player did? Yeah, so, yeah, let's go through um, some of them. Yeah, so Adrian, again, it's a running theme that he's um, he's continuing to do well in goal. I can only sort of think of, um, and it is getting to the point where we're just looking at minor criticism, because he... Um, I think he kicked a couple of goal kicks straight out of play near the end, and it was probably like the only really, the only thing he, uh, or the only foot you kind of put wrong. I think there might have been one corner as well he came out and missed. That's, but, yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, which, which keepers don't do that from time to time? Yeah. I think I'm just, I just think he's like, he's been so solid. Um, you forget that we've got Allison, really, currently. Do you know what I mean? He's he's looking like a number one. Yeah. Not that he's, he's going to keep it, but you know he's, he's yeah, got no, faith I, in I, it. I think if we look, if we actually go on um, to win the league this season, um, and if he even if he was to not play another game from now to the end of the season, and if we were to go on to win it, you'd say like, what a contribution! Yeah, that's true. He made yeah. um, even at this stage now, like what is it? Seven games. That's pretty in the scale of thirty eight games a season. Don't know what percentage that is because I'm bad at maths, but it's it's a decent percentage yeah. of games, um, over the course of the season that he's contributed to significantly. So, he it's he's been in, been fantastic, hasn't he? So I just I, I don't think um, no complaints really. Yeah. For him. Um, Robertson. Yeah, I think for me that block just summed him up. I think it's been going a bit viral. That clip of him. Um, charging across, um, to get to that to that shot, um, late on in the game. I think that just sums him up yeah. that that endeavour and that he has to, um, never say die. Is yeah, never say never say die. Um, attitude, probably not. You know, one of his best games in terms of going forward and offering that, um, threat from delivery into the box and things like that. I think he overhit, um. A couple of balls um, down the line, but then again, I think he did play one into play one to Manny in the second half, and Manny got brought down, which oh, I actually thought was yeah, a penalty. Yeah. Um, but nothing was kind of really made of it, and and Manny didn't make a lot of it. Um, so yeah, uh, solid, yeah. solid performance, I'd say, and sums up the the spirit that that this team has has got. Yeah, um, Trent. Like I think Trent, I think you know out the two. If you're going to compare the two, um, the two fullbacks, I think he probably had the worse game. Yeah, what was really um a bit weird about especially the first twenty minutes, half an hour. I thought he seems to have a lot of ball. Like he seems to be, he seems to have it like all of the time. And he he made a couple. He's got that switch of play in him now, which he he loves. 
um, which I think is really effective when he just pings one over to yeah, I did uh, that. to Robertson. But again, he did also um, misplace one or two passes as well in the first half, just puts us under a little bit of pressure. But I think his defending and his awareness of the game is becoming better as well as we're going along. And I think he was part of that defensive um, unit that, that, that wasn't going to be... Um, Compromised, I don't think so. I'd say I'd still say it was a pretty solid performance overall from from Trent. Yeah. Uh, Matter, you know, you massive. Yeah, I'm have to give him M O M again. Um, this week, um, I thought again, like like we were just talking about earlier on, he was he was the one player. Um, he was actually trying to force the issue a little bit with his runs forward or dissecting. Um, their kind of midfield three by by playing a little little ball through and then again defensively he's he's got those kind of like telescopic legs hasn't he but he's just yeah. like as a as a forward I can imagine that's a nightmare to play against when um you're getting the ball into feet and then this leg just comes out of nowhere and just scoops the ball around. Um there was plenty of that. He, um He's definitely going like under the, the radar, isn't he Matt? Well I think not now because of like some matches they're yeah. noticing it. But you know, he has got like a good all round game. You know, he's got the height. Um he's he's got he's got good pace, decent pace on him. Um, you know, he can pass the ball. Um yeah. and I think obviously compared to I, Van Dijk, I still yeah, I still think if you were to, to to really be harsh, I would say is he in that is he in, is he ever gonna be in a top tier of centre back, you know, your Van Dyke's your your cooler Barley's yeah. that sort of bracket of player, is he ever gonna be in that? I, I don't think he is. Not now. For for what he is, for for what he's able to do alongside Van Dyke, what he's doing at the moment, brilliant, yeah. Um I still think although he's proven me wrong to an extent in the last couple of games, I still think his passing at times can be unreliable. I think if you go back to that Super Cup game against Chelsea um, I was going mad in that game for, for the amount of times he was he was cheaply giving the ball away. I still think he's got that in his game, mm-hmm. um, and that's probably why he's not. You know, he's by no means he's by no means perfect. Um, but that's a but, big part of his game. I think you're going to get that where sometimes he will make a mistake in his passing, but then yeah. you know you've got that asset to the team of that passing. And his drive as well to carry the ball. Yeah, it's you know it it ain't going to come off yeah. all the time. But I think it's just about knowing when and when not to be able to do that. I think the the game at the weekend was was spot on in terms of right. They were set in in a in a very low block. They had that five at the back with the three. They weren't gonna. They weren't gonna really go and press. That's massive. a new term that coming in, isn't it? This low block. I think I got it off Brendan Rodgers or something. Um, Genius. <laughs> um, so the, in in that in that situation, like that's where you want him to like come out with the ball and 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 kind of um, make something happen. It's when he's under a bit more pressure, I guess. For example, in that Chelsea game, where they're maybe a little maybe a little bit more wise, a bit higher up, where if he does relinquish possession in a dangerous area, it then it then could be more costly. There was one time actually in that first half where he tried to do one of those like cut through passes through the middle and it didn't come off and they yeah. they had a break and they nearly scored from yeah. it. Yeah. But like I say you don't you don't mind that to an extent if they're if they're playing against the opposition who's deep 
and they don't have then the tools to get up the pitch quickly um then that's fair enough because that you know you, things do break down you know you, you have people like Firmino's who's often trying different flicks and, and stuff around the corner and it doesn't always come off but it's the the intention the fact of where it's being done on the field so then it doesn't if it does break down it's not that costly because the the opponent's that far away from the goal so that's that's kind of fine it's kind of knowing the, the timing but at, at yeah. the moment you know you can't have any complaints I thought he was brilliant again well he's keeping Gomez out of the team I don't think yeah. Gomez is going to get a look and currently is he yeah um, Van Dijk Van Dijk just I think as good as as good as ever really um, another assured performance from him Um just winning everything in the air. They had, um, they did have a tactic of, of perhaps going a little bit longer at times. I think he 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 was matched up to that, um, as he does do, um, normally. And um, yeah, I again he similar to Robertson made a a couple of decent blocks as well at critical yeah. times. He's just I uh, I think, I think we just become accustomed now to how how good. He, you just expect when he goes into one one v one v one duel, like you just expecting him to, um, to win it, aren't you? Yeah. And and like, that's only like that Napoli game where he did that pass back. It was just like that's like massive, massive shock because you don't you just don't yeah. see him make a mistake, do you? Yeah. yeah. Um, Fabinho. Yeah, I I thought I thought he did okay again. Um, part if you can kind of group the the goalkeeper and the defensive unit as a whole I think that was um, that was a stronger kind of area of the team at the weekend and, and, and he was a um, he was a big part of that as well just just shielding the, those kind of longer balls that they were um, perhaps trying to um, go a bit more direct with so I think he was I think he was pretty pretty solid in there um, Anderson. I would say um I think I think Henderson and Wijnaldum they weren't really offering much were they forwards, you know, they weren't making the space, you know, getting the, the passing crisp. Yeah, I think um they 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 did find it difficult um against someone like Henderson, he he's probably he's really effective when he can get in he can he's a you know Make a third man run and get into space and things like that. But when the team's sitting that far deep, um, you know it's very kind of um, he does become a little bit more limited, yeah. Um, in what he can do, and I thought, why Aldam? If you want to kind of throw him into the same, yeah, same bracket there. Um, I was actually surprised when we made the change to bring on. We brought a on, didn't we? Which, which, I wanted to touch which, on which that. forced the issue a little bit yeah. more in the game, and again that comes down to the manager being brave in terms of like yeah. we need this win. Um, I was surprised that he didn't take Wijnaldum off actually, and have Henderson and Fabinho um, sat in there. But I think sometimes he's conscious of like Henderson, the work rate that he does put in. I think sometimes he thinks right, I'm just gonna like pull him off here at seventy minutes, eighty minutes, or something like that. Yeah, and. And then even occasionally, for example, in the Newcastle game, not not play him at all because I think he he does put like so much, um, so much into the games that he does play. Maybe he's just thinking he needs to leave a little bit uh, in the tank for for the next game or or whatever it may be. But 
Yeah, it was quite, it was a little bit limited in, in, in how he could affect the game and why Naldum. Again, I thought um, he has struggled a little bit um, this season to match the form that he had last season. Um, he did though get the goal, so you know credit where yeah. where credit's due. Um, don't shoot, you don't score, do you? So. You do, and you just as the ball drops to him, you're thinking. Just make a decent connection with it. That's all you can ask. He made a decent connection with it. Takes a couple of bounces. Keeper has an absolute nightmare. Yeah. But um, look, he was there, wasn't he? And um, he does. You know, if, if you look at him, I suppose if you look at him and Henderson, where Wijnaldum definitely has the edges. He is that more of a goal threat. Um, so perhaps that's one of the the reasons why why Klopp left him left him on the pitch, and he, you and think he delivered in the end. Like maybe maybe like. A- as a learning kind of game from this, do you think we need somebody else in there instead of when the team is sitting that far back deep? Do we need someone a bit with a bit more ingenuity in those? Like like a Coutinho. Like a Coutinho. <laughs> if maybe, only if only he was available. I know. But is he just gonna have to? You know, we have seen Chamberlain. Um, he just does not look right. Um, you know, he's got, he's gonna have to really start putting Shakiri mm. into the team, isn't he? You know, at least bringing him off the bench at least. Yeah. You know, what, what? Well, there's Cater as well, um, potentially. Yeah, I think that's been the problem, that hasn't it? Because like Chamberlain's come back from this long term injury, Cater's coming back from these like niggling injuries. Shakiri, he doesn't seem to fit into Klopp's plans, basically. I think you know we are hoping here that these players do get to full fitness and can be pushed into the team a bit more in difficult games like this. I think that's all we can kind of. Yeah, although I do think that that lineup, apart from the goalkeeper, is as I think I said it last time. That's that's the preferred eleven. If you were to say to Klopp, what game, which teams you you know, if you had a cup final tomorrow. Which team would yeah. you play? That would be the team. There, wouldn't it? there is the eleven who he has full faith in to do the system and to do yeah. what he wants, what he demands. But you know, like like a game like that where we are struggling because we're going to get mm-hmm. these games are going to prop you know crop up again. Mm-hmm. Does he need to take that risk and go? Maybe not Henderson. Maybe not Wijnaldum. I, I don't know. I, I think you what where you got to give credit is he was he was adaptable in the game and we were. We did change it up slightly, didn't we? We went the two in the middle, and we it was almost like a four-two-four, wasn't it? Because we brought Origi on, and he played on the left-hand side. Um, yeah, I want I to touch on Origi because I, I do think right. he made a, a massive impact in in the game. You know, he did like stretch to play more. He was involved. Yeah. You know, he did offer something, um, and it it did result from the goal, didn't it? His cross. Yeah, um, it got. Um, he put a ball in. I think it got it got headed away, didn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, I think he probably just told, look, give us a bit of width. If you get the opportunity, just try and like run at the full whack a little bit, and and um, that's where like up. a substitution pays off. That's yeah, just give him a, a slightly different, a slightly different problem, I guess. So I think you've got to give some plaudits to to Klopp there for being brave, like you're saying, you know. I mean, if that had been any normal season prior to the last couple, you know, going into it, six out of six, 
you're probably going right, it's nil nil. We don't have to force the issue here. It's been an amazing start to the season. But the way that it is, you have to be like, we have to win this game, like just no matter what, so we're gonna have to put on another forward. Yeah, yeah. Um who we got left? Manny. So the front three, yeah. Um I thought the the front three in general like Manny, I think he had those two real um Gilzez chances, didn't he? Um yeah. that that let him down a little bit and usually is so good in in those situations. Um like I think I did give him the kiss of death a couple of weeks ago when he said he was like um how good his finishing was. That first one especially when Van Dyke played a, a, a brilliant ball over the top yeah. and he's just he's just missed time to finish. Yeah. That one you expect him to to bury the one off the post I suppose you could say is a little bit unlucky but it's still from from how far out yeah. it is he, he Six, should be he should hours. be putting it away. Yeah. Um, Salah. Salah, yeah. He had that one I on think, one. That's all he kind of. I didn't find. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't um, fancy him going through either. I just thought he looked. He looked frustrated. Sometimes with Salah, like his body language gives a lot away. I think you look at him and he's kind of. He he knows like things aren't quite happening for him in the game, and um, we said after the Chelsea, the Chelsea game, didn't we last week? Sometimes I think he just needs to simplify what he's doing it's if, if the last couple of things that he's done hasn't quite worked out when he's tried to run at people or you know take somebody on or whatever just when you get it why not just like hold it and lay it off and bring someone else into play whereas sometimes I think he, he he's trying to almost like do too much it's almost like yeah. every time he gets he's got to make something ha- happen which sometimes is great because the defenders aren't expecting it, and he, you know, he he can he he can make things happen. But he was it was really frustrating. I think, um, especially second half, the amount of times that he didn't just protect the ball a little bit better. And you, when you're in a game like that and it is tight, and you just you need to just keep the pressure on. You want in your your forward players to yeah to retain possession and yeah. and, and keep retention. the attacks keep the attacks flowing. So. So that was frustrating, and yeah, and then when when he went through the ball, that's the thing though. Is you know, even though he didn't have the best game, he still gets that opportunity. You're thinking, okay, go ahead and 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 bury one, and you know, your people aren't really talking about the, um, the game that you had then. But then, you know, he goes through and and kind of misses a, um, a really good um yeah opportunity which he he should be putting away. To be fair. Um, finish on Bobby. Yeah, so um, again, probably uh, not by any means his his best game. Struggled to to find those pockets of space. I think that's what they did well. Um, I I think they probably identified that that he was obviously so so key to to building our attacks and things like that, and they kind of nullified that. He did have a couple of times when. He did pick up the ball and, and, and turned away and perhaps just didn't quite make the right pass. Um, I think there was one in the second half, um, once we'd gone a goal up, when he could have slid in. He went, I think he went left and he should have went right and it was just poor, like, unlike him really, just in terms of decision making. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, th- I think in, in general, other than that, you know, he... he he put his usual kind of work work rate yeah. in for the team and Do you think Sheffield? Do you think they'll stay up? 
Um, like I said at the start, like I definitely think that it's interesting that the, the mentality the manager has, like, and how that different that was to say after we played Newcastle and they were like happy days we only lost 3-1 yeah, he true. was really like oh, he was adamant they should have got something from the game and I think that that rubs off on players sometimes and it it's it'll be interesting to see if that, that mentality helps them um, I definitely think um, they'll be competitive I think in the league yeah because um, you, you got to look at like, I think they'll be nearer the bottom and the, yeah, you know they'll be in and around the relegation but um, I think they, they have got a chance of, of staying up yeah. definitely I think at the minute you know you've got Newcastle and Watford who were garbage yeah who were worse than Sheffield United so yeah I think you know they're fighting for that um, you know the fourth uh, bo- fourth and bottom place like. yeah um, right then, uh, Everton, Man City. You know, City getting one over the Blues, but it's it's where you know you would have liked Everton to do us a favour there. But I think I yeah. think like uh, we, Everton, we were never really expecting it. Were they? They, no. o- they always tend. This is the thing about Everton. They always tend to um, they get your hopes up a little bit, don't they? Do you remember them playing um, uh, in the thirteen fourteen season when we were chasing Man City and they they. Um, they played them at Goodison. I think they went one 0 up. Ross Barkley scored like a wonder goal, but then it was suddenly like it was almost as if they went shit. Hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> We're not meant to be winning this. Yeah. Um, and again, it was a similar sort of theme where City started off really well in the game, looked really dangerous. Um, again, the quality of De Bruyne are fantastic, but then Everton started giving them a few problems, and um, we're creating quite a few chances. Get back into the game. Yeah. It wasn't one-way traffic, was it? It was actually Everton did, especially the second half, they did actually have a go at City. And they, they, did, were, and they, they still were had making some, chances Yeah, as well. they, they had some really good chance. Edison Bay... Uh, oh, yeah, some of the saves. Yeah, great saves. Put off some really good saves. Um, I think there was like a fact that like um, Marco Silva, he's never come back from when Everton have gone a goal down. They've never actually come Yeah, I, I see, Yeah, I've seen that. Um it's probably one of those things again that they get into the players' heads because it start it, people start mentioning it, and then you're in a game and you go one 0 down, and as a player you probably subconsciously think it's going to be difficult here, especially against Man City as well. Mm. I don't think they were ever um, overly confident of getting a result, even though they did put up a decent performance. And Sterling, he got his hundredth uh, goal. Um, do you think he'll reach two hundred? Um. That's a, I don't know, that's an I interesting question. How old is he? Know, probably. 24, 25 now, maybe. I think he's probably still That's what's, that's career, isn't it? That's not... Oh, yeah, career goals. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah. Premier League, so... Yeah. No, he's doing, uh, he's doing all right since he's left us. Um, okay, Spurs... Just, just, uh, just on Man City quickly, though, that I think it's it shows, though, again, they were clearly desperate to win that. They know how important it is to, like, keep that the five point gap there and completely oh, yeah. go for it so it's just it's going to be like that all the way through oh, I think, it, it's looking that way isn't it you know seven wins out of seven for us and you know we've got obviously Leicester coming up Ugh, just like every game's just you've got to watch it haven't you yep um, Spurs Southampton Spurs winning 2-1 yeah yeah it was a big test for them wasn't it after they've been on a, a bit of a dodgy run again 
dumped out of the cup um, by Colchester. Um, yeah. So I think a must a much needed win for them. Obviously with the the ten men as well. Lloris having an absolute howler. I know he, but um, he did turn it round though. Did you see the saves he was making after after that? He howler? did. Yeah, he wow. did make some some really good saves to to make up for it. But um, yeah, definitely a, a much needed uh, yeah. win for them. In the battle for fourth, <laughs> the yeah, intriguing battle for fourth. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, Brighton. What I seen of that, like Chelsea, yeah, they did deserve the win. Brighton just really did. I, I thought, I thought, you know, with this Potter, I thought it was yeah. going to be a bit different, but um, and have a go, because um, I think he is more of an attack-minded manager. But yeah, yeah, they just really just sat back and well, they're deserved fun, to get the fun, funny team because. From what I've seen of them, and I watched them against Newcastle, they are trying to, like you say, they're trying to play a bit more football. They they seem to be easier on the eye, and generally the reception has been that they're doing. They've made an okay start, I guess. But then you look at it, and they've only they've only won the one game, which was the first game against Watford, um, and then suddenly they're like seven games in the the near kind of the bottom of the table again. So it's one of them, isn't it? You know great to see a certain style of football but if you're not getting the results I think that'll probably yeah. the, uh, the the reception that'll probably start changing soon and we got Palace beating Norwich 2-0 I think, uh, I think that's yeah. just like you know Roy Hodgson showing his experience there and you know mm. no, no no seat antics this week I don't think well no 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 he had which a win was, didn't he so is, yeah which is, which is, <laughs> yeah, a very happy man which is a bit disappointing and I think like that game as well I think what you, what I've seen of it it looked like Zaha was getting back into the groove again Yeah. I think it was going to take a bit of time obviously beginning of the season he, he wants to move out and he's at you know he hasn't got that move yeah. I think that's always going to be in the player's head Yeah. that you know it was a bit his I head think, wasn't in Crystal Palace. It was somewhere else. Now he seems yeah. to be getting his head back in it. He's definitely a class above um, Palace. I I, I yeah. think certainly. Interesting. Nor probably Norwich similar to Brighton in a way. Massive win over Man City, but then you look at the table and the the seventeenth. Yeah. So it's like, um, although they did they did beat there, Newcastle like... as well. They they've obviously had a, had a few quite a few losses now as well. So. Um, they'll they'll be looking to um, kind of pick some some points up in the next few games. And we had Villa Burnley two all in that game. A game I thought would would have been tighter. What a scene of the highlights that really looked an open game. I I, I thought that would have been like nil nil written all over that game. But uh, both teams really went for it. And that McGinn as yeah. well scoring again. Yeah, um, I think there was one or two VAR. Yeah, there was. One, wasn't there? And then um, we got Bournemouth West Ham. That was another two all as well. Again, yeah. Um, West Ham plodding along okay. I think they're in fourth in the table yeah. as we speak now. That Yarmolenko, um, he looks. Um, he looks like he could be a good player for them. I think he, yeah, he, he's looking good last goals. season, and then he got that like injury which put him out for the rest of the season. But he looks like he he'd be a big player for them. And he's yeah. gonna win them games. Yeah. I and just, Callum Wilson again in hot form, scoring again. Yeah. Dominic no goal, Solanke failing to get on the score sheet. At least he's actually getting getting <laughs> time finally. Um Wolves Watford, Wolves two 0 
Watford are looking really first win for Wolves. Yeah, I think they they've been obviously um, probably desperate to get that first first win on the board. You back them to obviously beat Watford at at home. looked looked fairly comf- comfortable. Watford, you think obviously might uh, well. It looks like they are gonna they are gonna struggle until um, this Flores kind of can start getting his ideas again through through to the team, but. Um, it's not looking good, yeah. is it? And then we got Leicester, Newcastle, Goldfest. Do you think that was a red on Hayden? <sighs> it's one of them where like 10, 15 years ago wouldn't have been a pro. It's borderline whether it's a foul 10, 15 years ago, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Um, Won the ball then, obviously. Top of man. If you go in. A height, but... The thing is, you've got to know now as a player, if you go in with your, your studs up. And you make contact with the player, you're in, you're in trouble. Yeah. You're, you're giving get, the referee sent, decision. You're getting sent you? off more often than not, aren't you? So the players should know really what you know. If you're going into a slide, why not? Like to me, it'd be straight. It's strange going into a slide tackle like that. Anyway, surely you'd go more with your foot. You'd be more side on with your foot. I, I, I would think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From my limited playing experience <laughs> of making tackles. Um, to me, that would be the more, and especially in today's game, that's surely the way you make a tackle. I think it was just more the fact that maybe they were, even though they're only one nil down at the time, it became a little bit frustrating for them. The ball broke down, and it's he just got just gone into a silly challenge. But yeah, Newcastle predictably look a bit all over the show. Yeah, do you think Leicester like Leicester are up to third now? Yeah, do, you know, do you think they're going to stay around there? They look like they might be more from what the evidence so far they they're gonna be more consistent than than an Arsenal or a Chelsea. Injuries or, or a Tottenham. Yeah. Um, if injuries come into it, I think they could put you know, you know, you you're talking Vardy. They managed to get get through that game without Madison. Yeah. But, you know, Vardy it's a bit like with Arsenal, I think if yeah. like Bamiyan got an injury, I think they'd really Team, you know, yeah, you results think, could change. You think there. Vardy's pretty pretty critical to him, but I think they've got a, a decent chance of um of getting into the top six. Certainly, I don't know about top four might be too much of an ask, but top six definitely is. is well, you never know. They did, they did actually win the league, didn't they? So top four, that's uh, they did, that, but um, often too. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can safely say they're not going to win the league. Yeah, yeah, not this time. Um, and then the Arsenal United game is actually on as we're recording this. Yeah. So that's the thing, isn't it? Like you know, a few years ago you'd be like, oh, I hope I hope Arsenal win that game, like or you know that could really help us, or or if United win that could really help us. Now it's like, wow, don't really care about that game. Yeah, it does. It's it like you say it has a little impact on what's what's happening right at the top of the table. Um. That's just crazy, isn't it? Uh, it's 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 funny, like looking at that game. Actually, to me, like Arsenal probably for all their deficiencies, they're probably favourites going into that game because like United are so short front and the sticky parts that they've been going through. I think that just tells you where like United are at. Really, you wouldn't have ever backed against them at home like a few years ago. So <clears throat> yeah, it's a. Uh, as you know, time recording, Man United eleventh in the table, Arsenal eighth in the table. Obviously with with a game less played, but um Yeah, mid mid table clash, isn't it? Yeah. Um 
yeah, so let's finish on our fantasy football teams. Uh, well, both haven't done well. Um, I've, do, do I've had a bit of a mare this week, Stu. I, I don't know about you. What was the average average score? Well, the this average week? was forty four. I got forty seven, which um, it's actually looking on the base of it, it's not too bad then in the end. But Vardy's really pulled me out of the bag there yesterday. Yeah. He got me twelve points. Yeah. Um, and then the other two up front I've got Abraham uh, brought him in and there he goes just gets me two points and Aguero um, so you, fo- you followed me on the Abraham shout as well yeah well I did have him in originally and then took him out and then brought him back in because that's you know my tactics you know I've got it all mapped out and then I had Aguero <laughs> who started on the bench and he actually come on um, he managed to get me 8 points and he, he was my captain as well uh, so I don't know if he must have got an assist I think for getting 4 points he got me 8 points total I don't know I was scrambling through my notes here yeah, Stu I don't know did he get but, fouled for the free kick or something I'm not sure for the Morris free I, kick I don't know but he got me 8 and then I got De Bruyne in midfield with the assist um, should have had him as captain you know he's a bit you know, he's either gonna get an assist or a goal every week basically. He got me nine. Yeah. Um Salah, three. Brought Cantwell in. So yeah, you know, kiss of death. Two. And then McNeil from Burnley, you got yeah. me two. And then Rico, I think he, he did start, but I think he got he picked up a booking and then with the two goals conceded, so yeah. he got me a zero. Zinchenko, two. And then Alexander Arnold, he got me six, and then Pope in goal got me one. So yeah, so that's forty-seven overall. So at least you're over average. Whereas at the moment, I'm I'm currently ten under average. Um, since playing that wild card, I've had a bit of a a bit that's of a nightmare missed. really. Um, Pookie and Abraham have both come in, and have both. Uh, blanked in the last couple of weeks. Um, I actually put the armband on Tammy Abraham as well for the Brighton <coughs> game. Didn't work out. Um, I have got two players tonight. I've got Leno and Aubameyang. Hopefully Aubameyang get on the score sheet. Uh, Sterling managed to get me a goal. Uh, I've got Soyuncu. Uh, the, the new, the new Harry, new and, new and improved Harry Maguire. Uh, got me a, a cleany. Um, so did so did Trent. Um, frustratingly, I've got eight points sitting on the bench with Ndidi. He was my first sub. Uh, he, he got the fifth goal for Leicester. Maybe Aubameyang um, won't play. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big shout. Um, so yeah, as it stands, thirty two points in total, and um, the uh, the gamble that I played um, a couple of weeks ago by going early with the wild card, bringing in Pookie, bringing in Tammy Abraham. Um, has not paid off, um, whatsoever. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure when I'm gonna yeah. go with it next week. But um, I think with the wild card, I think I might be saving mine because because Liverpool go away on this world club whatever thing in December. I think. Yeah. So I think that's where it might come into play if they go early December. Um. So yeah, that leaves us in our little league. Um. Second, do we have to? Yeah, second, and then Matty has dropped down to sixth. So we're still sixth. That's not too bad. Yeah. So there's 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 a good twenty five or so in the league. So still in contention despite despite not having having the best of uh, 
the best of weeks. But yeah, I'll have to give some uh, some thought behind the uh, the change to um, to bring in next week potentially Room and, uh, for improvement. make a better captain decision. I've gone, you know, the the obvious decision there is between Sterling and Salah, and I, I moved away from that. I went to. Tammy Abraham and uh, yeah that that let me down so you're not going to yeah. do that again are you no learn from your mistake week. there definitely right then so uh, yeah we'll close the show then so we'll um, you'll be listening to us again uh, after the last result um, on Saturday okay yeah bye from me cheers bye